I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is the final Tuesday edition of Wrestling Daily here with your boy Alex McCarthy and Sa'i Niangi. How are you doing, my man? Oh, man, as you know, I'm a bit under the weather, so uh, my energy level is at 50% now. But if you guys get me riled up, it might be close to that. Still higher than most. Still higher than most. Yeah, so for today, I'm more like uh, the bourbon instead of the espresso, as I'm known on Monday. So, yeah. So, E, the E stands for enigma of the charismatic kind. (laughs) And that's what we're going to be talking about in the titular news today. And, of course, it is Jeffro Hardy. Um, To answer some of you in the chat, uh, I see that. Uh, Damien has asked, why is Wrestling Daily finishing? Why? Why? Uh, Damien, I can tell you, it's pretty much what ALW says here. WrestleTalk wished us the best in our future endeavours. Um, in essence, uh, I I think from what WrestleTalk was spending on the show to what it was making back, it just d- didn't make sense for them to carry on. It's okay. It's business. I We understand. But um, we are down but not out, my friends. We've got more plans afoot here on uh, the the gang, I should say, from Wrestling Daily, rather than Wrestling Daily. So don't worry, you will be getting your fix of positive, fun wrestling content wherever we spread. And we spread. You best believe we spread. Uh, Let me tell you something. Jeff Hardy, there were all kinds of horrible Hardy takes uh, coming out when he was released. Sat There was all kinds of uh, hubris, that's a great word, you should look it up, uh, stemming from Jeff Hardy. Oh, look, Dan, Dan's become a member on the home straights. Uh, he's become a, he's become an official good egg. He's been a good egg. He's always lot, been a good egg, yeah. Way. My unofficial agent. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he's just put it in writing in the final days. It's fine. Thank you, Mary Pencil, Dan. Um, so there were, there were some ideas that perhaps Jeff wanted out of his deal in order just to be able to go to AEW and be with his brother, Matt. Now we know from the stream yesterday on um, Matt Hardy's channel, his Twitch channel, that Jeff uh, and his brother are kind of back together and, you know, going to be doing some cool stuff or whatever. Um, But 
Sean Rossap had this to add today. Sir. He said, it seems silly to address this at all. But according to those close with him, I spoke to anyway, Jeff Hardy wasn't trying to get fired from WWE. He wasn't working to get out of his deal. Uh, the exact phrase I was given was that it was an absurd take. This part of the thread is purely my opinion. WWE was released over 100 wrestlers since April 2020. If Jeff Hardy wanted out, there were a lot better ways that would have uh, that would have been than that. There would have been hit the wordings off. I can't really speak to his state of mind, motivations beyond the information that I have. Um, somebody has also in those comments said that since they revealed tonight that Jeff isn't on pills or drinking, it's going to get worse. Sean says I can't and haven't ever spoken to any of that. Just that WWE offered rehab and he declined, which was confirmed by Matt tonight. Uh, as we know on the stream, Sat, yeah, Matt Hardy would say that WWE did help Jeff with rehab in 2019. Uh, he said Jeff's doing well, uh, and he basically did confirm Sean's report. Said Jeff turned down rehab from WWE this time because he felt he didn't need it, and Matt thinks he doesn't need it either. Uh, he thinks it's the best he's seen him in a long time. Sat, what do you make of all of that, man? It's it's slightly confusing because there obviously was some kind of inc- I don't want to call it an incident, but there was obviously an issue at the live event last week. Um, from the Hardy's point of view, it seems like WWE are just being more proactive than anything else. What do you make of all of that has transpired there? You know what? I, I, I love a good conspiracy theory if it kind of uh, makes oh sense. Yeah. yeah, if it kind of makes sense. Uh, I feel like in this situation, uh, both sides saying the truth. WWE offered Jeff Hardy rehab. He said no. I just think WWE was being overprotective of their brand. They've done that in the past. Um, yeah. Umaga got released after his match against CM Punk because he refused rehab. But obviously, you know, Umar goes going through some stuff. It may be a case that Jeff Hardy probably had an off night and they got worried. They thought they can see the signs. It's like, hey, Jeff, we already see you being a bit wobbly. Goes to rehab. He's like, no, no, no. I don't need rehab. I'm fine. Jeff, we, you know, we implore you to go to rehab. No, no, no. I'm fine. Then, Jeff, you've ne- you leave us no choice but to release you. I think it's as simple as that. Jeff Hardy thinks he knows himself. You know, he knows his body. He knows his mind. He feels like, no, I'm fine. I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably banged up. I'm not taking any pain pills and powering through it. And they probably got worried. I think it's a case of like probably WWE uh, were overprotective and in Jeff's mind or overreacting. I think it's just as simple as that. And because Jeff hasn't said anything, is adding more fuel to the fire. And I mean, Matt Hardy, you have to remember, you, you're looking at Matt Hardy as probably his big money Matt, right? He's trying to penny pinch his brother to come to his stable. No, man, that's his younger brother. You know, Matt Hardy's been notorious for watching out for his brother you know he's he's always been there for for matt and and vice versa with jeff when matt had problems i think hey, it's unless, a case... unless we unless we forget yeah. that by the way uh matt did have a lot of issues at one point um that he's been very open about with drugs and alcohol so um he's i say that to say that he's got experience in what jeff's dealing with and it's not only the fact that Bingo. he's his brother but but you know he he's been in the trenches per se 
Bingo. Yeah. So I feel like Matt, Matt Hardy is, is watching that for his brother because he, he, he's being slandered and he's he been a bigger brother. You don't want to see your younger brother getting slandered, especially when people are providing takes that Jeff uh, purposely got himself out of the WWE deal. No guy would stay with WWE just for music. And that's what Jeff Hardy did. He wanted no more words. That was the only caveat. Maybe a little bump in his pay. If he really wanted to leave WWE, he had a chance and could have done it. And he stayed because he probably wanted one more run as a singles act and then wrap up his career with Matt. Uh, he didn't get that singles run in the end because, you know, he's now released. But I do believe that Jeff Hardy did not have a Machiavellian plan to get himself released, which is one of the takes that's absurd and we're talking about. Absurd. Absurd that it was. Um, I mean, it, it, I, it. even just having spoke to Jeff the other week and I did say to him, what do you do? You see a Hardy Boys reunion at the end of your career, and he was like, "Yeah, for sure." I just don't know where it's going to be. Um, I think all of us could tell that it wouldn't be WWE, but it's probably happening sooner than we all expected as well. I felt like he was on the cusp of having a good program with Roman. The guy was arguably the most popular babyface in the company. You could make the argument um, over the past month, and it looked like he was set to get that last decent main event run. We didn't get it. Maybe that was part of WWE's thinking. Like, hey, we're, we're literally about to jettison this guy into a very important spot on our road to WrestleMania. Can we trust him? Are these warning signs? We don't know the exacts of what went on. Did Jeff have a drink before the, the, the match or, you know, whatever, what, he, what he'd been doing that day? We literally have no idea. He might have been totally clean for all we know. It's just one of those situations where WWE have then, as a result, offered him rehab. Therefore, we're clearly worried about his state. And Jeff has said, I know where I'm at, which he doesn't seem like he's um, like he lacks perception. Even if you watch my interview with him and then the Stone Cold one on the network, he's well aware of his demons, surroundings, what makes him tick, what doesn't. Like, uh, he doesn't strike me as a guy who would be in denial. No. But. There, therein lies the rub. You don't really know with uh, when it comes to addiction. So, um, as I've said all along, I think it's just let's wish the best for Jeff Hardy and his health. Um, hopefully, that guy gets back to where he needs to be. Um, and man, I'd love to see a final run with with him and Matt. Like you know, I'm a nostalgia guy. I love nostalgia in the right places. I'll take it. Um, and I think it would be fitting if they ended their career together. It just kind of makes me sad we didn't get that last great Jeff Hardy main event run. In in WWE, I don't think it, you could argue since the CM Punk on his exit in 2009, that's the last main event stint he had, which is pretty criminal. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, a lot of people have been penalised the fanfic uh, matches of that Jeff Hardy could have in 2022. But you ain't gonna shame me. I want to see Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy go at it next yeah. year, if possible. Uh, uh, if the Briscoe brothers do come in and and get signed by AEW and feud with FTR, I want to see Briscoe brothers in there with the Hardy Boys. I want to see the Hardy Boys versus the Bucks of Youth. You know, there's some the tag team division in AEW is strong and is great, and it seems like Matt Hardy is ready to wrap up the big money character and possibly you know do one last run 
as playing with Matt Hardy with his brother Jeff, Team Extreme. So I would love, I would love to see that next year. And it's also what the 13 year anniversary of him winning the WWE title. I think today is as well. 13 so, years, God. Yeah, I think it's 13 years. Yeah, it was 2008. Whatever that amounts to. But yeah, it's it's the anniversary when Triple H wouldn't put him over and they had to get Edge to do it. <laughs> it's the, it's also the anniversary when they were trying to make. They were trying to make Kozlov a thing. Jeff Hardy's getting the biggest pop around. Oh. You have to remember, they wanted Jeff Hardy. It was obvious Triple H just dropped the belt to Jeff. No, 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 no. I, I, I can make Kozlov. You know what I'm saying? There's so many blunders. As much as Triple H has done goodwill in the NXT, there's so many blunders this guy has done. You talk about a guy who's had so much dull WrestleMania matches. Him, 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 and Mark Calloway up there in terms of dull WrestleMania matches and dull matches in general. But yeah. Triple H did not want to put over Jeff Hardy, Jeffrey Hardy. Yeah, because I think that's, man. I think that's, yeah, I think that's pretty common knowledge. But I think at these, I mean, in the 2000s for Triple H, yeah, man, it's a very hit and miss time. Obviously didn't want to, well, who knows what he wanted and what he didn't, didn't put Booker over at WrestleMania, which still leaves a sour taste in every fan's mouth. Um, but he did make Batista... He did give Benoit, uh, you know, obviously that's aged terribly, but at the time, a great moment. Um, you know, he, he's got some hits of making people, and I do like what uh, Evolution did with the Shield in the uh, in in their two matches as well. They firmly put them over, but and he put over Brian at WrestleMania as well. But there are, like you said, a few instances where Triple H is like, nah, not for me. Nah, you can people, people there's even been debates that Triple H was better before he tore his quad. <laughs> there's actually pre-quad Triple H and post-quad Triple H. Apparently, post-quad Triple H is not as great as pre-tearing the quad Triple H. That's a whole debate for another time we should uh, have one day. Yeah, because they say besides his return, what did he really do great? As in, without pissing people after off. 2001 yeah in terms of him not pissing people off in terms of him not having piss poor matches and in, he had more mixed bag towards the end that's what people are saying twitter oh man are you putting this are you putting this on twitter or is this your take i saw on twitter man i go into the deep, deep dark webs of twitter and see what people argue about that it's is a, that is a horrible take i i show me where this is i'm gonna come and call these that's awful so Triple H didn't do anything or have any great matches after 2001. Is that obviously no, what you're trying to tell me? Basically, they were saying that he wasn't as great in terms of in-ring work and stuff like that. So he was missing a step. There's something he's about got, tearing his got, quads. No, no. That's lazy, lazy criticism I've ever seen one. Like, I, I, if you want me to stack Triple H matches pre and post 2001, no, no. That's awful. Don't bring that to this house. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Couple more bits of news to jump on today. Uh, we're going to go about another 10, 15, but guys, uh, I'm going to open up the chat these days. You know, if you want to get something in, that'd be great. Um, you just got to do a Q, which obviously stands for question, so that we know it is a question. You can ask either of us about anything, wrestling or not. Why not? That will be fun. Um, they do still have ultra chats, but frankly, like, <laughs> what does it matter to us um, whether you do that or not? So hit us with um, your comments or questions in the chat and if you want to ultra chat to make sure it gets done on uh, on the show then feel free feel free um also i want to that... say gas to 15k subscribers you oh. quiz me your war games guys war games! but you know what no. technically if you think about it now we've been null and void of this stipulation get us on there asap now guys whether next tag team one or eight man because we i can think of four people that can take on any of you know lovely church friendos yeah I, i'm just saying you and you and sb3 lost quizzlemania and then we got cancelled i didn't lose quizzlemania <laughs> you didn't win it exactly i didn't win it i was brian kendrick for the moment for the brief moment guys i sniffed the gold i was holding on to it it was beautiful sean rosap just sneaked right in like you know, just like a pesky you know individual that you know he is, and and then he he won it, but I did not lose. I didn't lose anything. I just didn't win. What are you Listen, trying to say, Mac? Would uh, would, uh, would they have cancelled us if we were the Quizzlemania champs? The, these are the these are the questions that need to be asked. That's not that's not fair, man. See, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is right. Yeah, the thing is right. Would have would we have been cancelled if we won Quizzlemania? I feel like. They would have to bring us back regardless. I think it still would have got cancelled anyway. They didn't get no. It was it was going downhill. Went thirty minutes. We lost some viewers. The numbers weren't the same. Even today, we could have just had fans come in and do their takes. You know. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we're calling it straight. I, I, we, I mean, we kind of did this yesterday, but we'll elaborate. Like, we none of us were a fan of of the show being put down to a shorter format, and and with that we lost the phone in, which a lot of us loved and particularly obviously fell on mine and sat's day. Um, I I definitely feel like that was a contributing factor because the, the numbers pre and post that move were not good or different is what I should say. We, you know, we were doing consistently decent before that. So uh, yeah, it's, 
I think we can you all universally agree the shorter format of the show did not work out. Um, but there you have it. There you have it. These are, it's all part and parcel of the game. It uh, never drew before... a dime. It never drew a dime. <laughs> <laughs> we got less ultra chats as well. <laughs> never drew a dime. <laughs> left us. Left us for dead. Uh, listen, what about the last couple of bits of news that I want to do before we answer some questions? Uh, Eddie Kingston is talking about why he turned down a offer to sign with WWE. They offered him a deal as a trainer. I didn't want to collect a paycheck I didn't earn. You know what I mean? Because I knew if I was there, if I was there, and I had that resentment of, I know I had a good, I know I had 10 more good years. I know I'm better than what they're not giving me a chance. Let me go. If a football player or amateur wrestler walks in and the machine of WWE is behind them all the way and they want to help them and teach them, I'm not going to. Uh, But if I do, if I do, I'm going to be a piece of shit because I'm going to be resentful of them. Well, Eddie Kingston, never been one to hold back. I want you to do good because I don't want it to be embarrassing. You know what I mean? I don't want you to hurt yourself. I don't need you to go on, go on the news. I got paralyzed in the pro wrestling ring. Pro wrestling gets enough bad media as it is. Kingston flatly says people are like, Eddie, do you like the dark sides? Referencing the, uh, the show dark side of the ring, I guess. Uh, he says, I used to, but you know why I don't like them no more? Because that energy was off. I had enough of all that dark shit. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of understand what he means, although I do personally like the show. Um, it does seem perverse now. Uh, I, you know what? Like, uh, whenever anything happens in my life, my mum is one of those big uh, proprietors of everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, now, when, uh, when Eddie Kingston was offered this deal by WWE. On the face of it, you're probably thinking, wow, easy, right? Like, best money of his career, probably. Mm. Stable-ish. You would have thought that at the time, not now. Mm. Stable job in Orlando, um, which is not a bad place to live. And, man, like, you know, no more bumps. It it would seem like a good deal. But now, look, in the time since then, picked up by AEW, feud with John Moxley, feud with CM Punk. Man, like become one of the most beloved characters in AEW. I assume making good cash. Like, if if you look at what could have been to what is, the guy must be delighted. I I don't know that him saying that makes me think of another guy that did what he turned down. Adam Pierce, guys. If you if you only know Adam Pierce as a WWE official, you just I yeah. feel like you you don't you haven't got a full scope of how great this guy is. Former NWA champion, one of the greatest heels in in the independent wrestling in, in I the two thousand. The, uh, the same goes for Nigel McGuinness, man. Like, there's a lot of people that only know him on commentary, but his yes. Ring of Honor run is an all timer. But anyway, yeah. So what what I was trying to say is it's it's almost like he could have taken a life of what Adam Pierce did. Adam Pierce retired. He became a trainer. He realized the dream of making it because everyone wants to sniff or have a WWE run or a couple of coffee before they get released because not everyone has a full extended run. You know, you get Braden Walker, you get Kazani, you know, you get some guys, <laughs> they kind of get there, you get a Kid Cash, you get Jerry Lynn, they get there, but you know, it, it doesn't really go according to plan. So he didn't get either of that. He became a trainer. He's now become one of the biggest presents in WWE TV, Adam Pierce is in a way. If to think about it, he can cut mm-hmm. a promo. He knows how to you know portray his character. That could have been Eddie Kingston. That's what I'm trying to get at. Eddie Kingston could have been just an official. It could have been someone's heavy. He could have even been a general manager or someone's mouthpiece. Because I feel like Eddie. Could you King- hang on? Could you imagine Eddie Kingston in the suit? 
Um, you know what? If you've seen DCC in TNA, he wore a suit. Yeah, I can envision him wearing a suit. He's done it before, and he's the kind of guy who put on a suit if he has to. He'll probably hate himself, look himself in the mirror, and exactly. call himself a piece of sh- you know shiznit, and call them a piece of shiznit or whatever. But he'll do it for the greater good of whatever the greater good is. I feel like Eddie can, Kingston. Can I, can I just say at this point, by the way, I love how you go out of your way to not swear. Like it literally doesn't matter anymore. But also. The only time you have sworn on this show fully and properly in my presence. Can you remember it? Yeah, when that fake tan mofo pissed me off. We talked about that fake tan Hulk with three Ks. Hogan, that piece of shit, jabroni. Break his back. He gets all the swears. He gets all yeah, the swears. And, and, and let, let the sheik make him humble. But yeah, it's funny saying she isn't it. You know, sometimes it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's much more creative to avoid swearing than actually swearing. I hate I hate swearing in promos. It's like a, it's a cheap heat. Dion is, Dion is right. Um, listen, carry on with your point, my brother. You were saying you could see Eddie in the suit. You could see him doing those bits. I, I feel like you're... You, are you seriously saying that would be better than the career year that he's just had. No, 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 no. Uh, he's he's <laughs> a definition. No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? We'd have missed the beauty we have right now. He is a definition of betting on yourself when it, when the chips are down. They should do an Eddie Kingston film when he's all said and done because he's had a roller coaster of a career. He's probably the true definition of the wrestler, but slightly younger than the character portrayed by Mickey Rourke. Uh, I think he made the right decision, but at the same time, I feel like WWE... That promo, that mouth of his, it would have got him on commentary, if anything, you know. Yeah, he would maybe. not have been ignored. You just hear him cutting promos and stuff like that, or probably getting in trouble with self-destructing, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, there would have been probably endless uh, possibilities, him in the ring, probably not. But then again, Finley, we never thought Finley would climb out of being a trainer for women's division and having that mini run he had in, in the 2000s. So anything could have been possible. It WWE back in the days, not WWE now. WWE five years ago is different, you know, WWE now. Serena Deeb's career was over, for goodness sake, until she went to she was a AEW. Yeah. Mm. So, you know what? He did a great thing. He bet on himself. You know, I'm happy for Adam Pierce is getting screen time. I just wish they can allow him to actually wrestle once and show what he can do. Yeah. I'm sure it's right for some, but I, I'm, I think Eddie Kingston made the right call. 110%. Um, Georgia Smith, by the way, sister of Harry and daughter of British Bulldog, has I'm been a, saying... I'm a musician. <laughs> musician Georgia Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, G, <laughs> not J. Um, she's uh, is talking about Harry Smith being released, obviously, from WWE. Now, he competed in a dark match, I believe, back in July on SmackDown. It looked like it was all systems go. In an interview on uh, WWE's YouTube channel, uh, sorry, he had he had done... But the company decided to release him as part of the cuts. Uh, Georgia said he's good. He's just training a lot and he's been pretty busy. That's about it, really. He's just keeping busy. He has uh, gone all day boxing classes, jiu-jitsu classes, dra- grappling classes, training, meal prepping. So ultimately, it's still like he's in WWE. He's still got the same mind frame. He's not sitting around dwelling or depressing, letting himself go or being whiny. He's just continuing what he's doing. But I don't know what the future holds for him. Uh, it was definitely a shock. None of us saw it happening, but it happened at the end of the day. I'm glad he did go back. Uh, I felt like it was something that he needed to do and it was the right decision going back, but I don't know what the reasoning was for his release. I have no ill will towards WWE though. Obviously it was disappointing in the show, but at the end of the day, I think Harry will be all right. I think he'll be all right, but there was money there with Walter and the son of the British Bulldog and maybe an NXT UK run and all. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I feel like they, 
he never got a chance. Like, what could have really happened that they said, you know what, actually, we've made a mistake here? I think it's two things. I feel like um, David Boy Smith Jr., Harry Smith, he signed a bit too late. I think if it was a few years ago when Drew McIntyre did, you know, when all those guys came over, you know, Undisputed Era, if he signed back then, it would have been a different story because Triple H would have had a hand in guiding him in the NXT territories. Yeah. Then Vince, because Vince doesn't watch wrestling, right? He just saw him. He's like, <laughs> what happened to the cowboy hat we gave you? You know, like, where have you been all this time? You know, like, if he'd seen, you know, even little bits and pieces. He doesn't watch NXT, but someone would have went to him. Hey, Harry, D.H. Smith is doing well. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Right? D.H. Yeah. is doing is doing well. You yeah, know. I think I think you're right, though, because like, you know, like, like what Triple H did with Drew. Could have been the same kind of renaissance. You know what I mean? Yeah, 110%. But also, let's talk about the negative of Harry Smith. Like, it's weird. At one point, he was slated to join Legacy when he did the tag team thing with, with uh, Tyson Kidd. There was rumored yep. on the internet. I used to read. Like, he, there were so many things they wanted to do with him. And then ultimately, when the tag team happened, it was obvious that he was the biggest star there because, you know, Tyson Kidd did not meet the criteria of what Vince likes. But for some weird reason, they broke up the tag team too early to experiment with, with D.H. Smith. And it didn't work out because he wasn't ready to be a single yet. He wasn't comfortable mm. in the system yet. And then he got punished. He, became, he had a ridiculous cowboy hat wrestled in superstars got released reinvented himself he wore his dad's mom jeans from 1999 and you know reinvented himself as the kes you know killer elite squad with lance archer had a great run in japan i think in noah and in new japan and then or new or all japan but yeah he had a great run in japan he did great in blood sport he, you know, he had a little bit of buzz about him. He also did World of Sports as well. I think he, I think he either was going to challenge for the World of Sports Championship or he won it. And then it seemed like a great time to go back. It just probably was too late because the he's a victim of the changing of the guard. Because when the guards got changed, they looked over like, "Who's this guy? Can he talk? Uh. Can he cut a promo?" Because no offense, he may kind of look, look like his dad, but you know, slightly bigger, like a Hulk version of his dad. But he's got the charisma of his mother's mother, and that is what killed him. Oh my word. Um, let me say one, two things there. Poor Sim Snooker <laughs> with Legacy. Poor Sim Snooker. He was um, great as Deuce and Deuce and Domino. Deuce and Domino was a great tag team, underrated. I even put the Bashams as underrated as well. Good oh. hands, but the lack of division. What? The, the Bashams were, they, listen, they held that division, that lack of division. <laughs> There's a exactly, a lack of division. You name have Rene Dupree and Kenzo. I can't name, I can't name one memorable feud. Either of those tag teams had either of them. That's what I thought. Also, the Tyson Kidd lost Carreros. Come on, come on. Also, Tyson Kidd, you were talking about um, the cowboy hat on DH Smith. Tyson Kidd's hair was horrendous at that point. Do you remember? He just the the, <laughs> the fringe, the fringe. It was awful. Uh, let's get into some questions <laughs> before this night is over. Um, right, Jesus, there are quite a few for me to get through here. I'll do my best, guys. First of all, Mary Painsil Dan uh, says, will you come over for WXW 16 Karat Gold in March? Do you know what? That's one of those things I actually would like to see. I just don't know if, who knows what the world's going to look like in March, but it would be, it would be cool. Um, I'd love to, I mean, I've been to Germany since I was about 18 now anyway. So it's been too long. Um, 
but sat man we, we should you know what like um like the carrot gold thing and i would love to do a wrestle kingdom i mean it's harder now because it's like a week but um there's a few things on my list sat what about you uh dan i hate to break it to you but it seems like the date has expired march 2021 I, i've missed it already i don't know maybe next year <laughs> i'm kidding dude um maybe one day maybe when COVID is not killing people, attacking people right now. I, 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 I have got to be selfless for other people involved in my life. I would definitely do it. Dan, if you're around to show us around, you know, I know you'd be a great person to, to connect with, to show us the ropes over in WXW. Show us the lay of the land, as they say. But I would love to do stuff like that. But it just, mm. you know, COVID gets a new variant, a, a new sibling every few weeks and, and months. So I'm trying to be... Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, I, w- I would like to in an ideal world where where COVID was a thing of the past in a rearview mirror. I would love to, but at the moment, I just the world's crazy, it's scary. Waffles or pancakes? Ah oh, man, I'm, I'm gonna go with pancakes because some you get some cheap waffles, you get some cheap ass <laughs> corner shop waffles that taste like they've been there for six years and they take and they taste stale. Pancakes, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think pancakes for me in um in uh, St Albans, which is a place near where I live, there's like a, a full restaurant. Oh, I can't know what it's called. Sean, what's the pancake restaurant I took you to that time called? Dura, she went. The Waffle House. God, how could I not forget? How could I, how could I forget such a easy name? Anyway. That's amazing. That is an incredible place. Also, um, I, when I went to New York recently, on my first night, uh, we went out for dinner. Right near the Barclays Center, there is a place that is fried chicken and waffles. The weirdest combination that I never thought I wanted. And but it was pretty good. Not going to lie. Pretty good. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Again, I'm awful with names, as you can tell. Chicken and like waffles? Sweet, nah, it was like sweet chicken or something like that, or sweet chick. Something like that. Are they? Someone in the comments, you'll correct me, I'm sure. But um, yeah, probably I find pancakes a bit of a chore to eat. Anyway, um, let's see. Where do we think Biggie will be on the card a year from now? I mean, I hope still near the top, man. Um, I have no idea if he's going to be champion going into WrestleMania. A four-way seems like the open door for Seth Rollins to get it, which... Ah, I don't want Big E's run to be over just yet at all. But at the same time, outside of like, you know, something with Goldberg or I, I don't really know what Big E's going to do at WrestleMania. I don't know if WWE see him as a top, top player, but they should. And as, as far as I'm concerned, a year from now, hopefully he's still in the title picture. Man, let's just remember Edge's first title reign wasn't something to laugh about or, you know, sing about. So... I can hope. Even Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. His first title ring was a few months, then his second one's also a few months. What I'm trying to say is probably someone like Big E will be near at the top. Maybe they want him to chase the title. But I do feel like the way he's treated on Raw, yeah, he lost because of some shenanigans. But we're having memories of him losing to Spears a lot. He's lost yeah. to two Spears, by the way, guys. One in Survivor mm. Series and one just last night. They should protect him better. I think they're doing him a disservice by not protecting him. He he could have warranted a disqualification in terms of, like, he got attacked and Lashley wins. Lashley did not need to pin him. Yeah, Biggie did a promo. I beat you twice. And then as much as I... I'm a, I'm a Lashley guy. AMAC will tell you. There's two guys I, I want to take a picture with. Yeah. 
But after he after Lashley lost to Goldberg, you know, they can't really pretend they want to protect his aura unless this is done by design to boost up Lashley to be fed to Lesnar. Because it's 50 50 if it's Lesnar and Roman Reigns of WrestleMania. And we all know that Lashley wants to face Lesnar. I mean, it's a no-brainer. So I feel like they're probably giving that mini boost. Kind of when AJ Styles got that undefeated streak because they were saving him for Triple H and it never happened. Yeah, I mean, it should be a no-brainer, Lesnar and and um, Lashley, wherever it happens. I don't know if it will be Mania or not, but you'd imagine it's an easy no-brainer. But WWE have missed uh, easier layups than that before, so who knows? But um, yeah, I, there'll be three champions lost on Raw last night. I hate that shit. I really do. But Me there too. you go. Championship um, contender my ass. Rubbish. What is your favorite Christmas movies? AOW says, ah, uh, man, Elf's a strong don't, one. Don't do it. Is that one of the questions in our quiz? Let's not do that. Uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, Die Hard's <laughs> a Christmas movie. I won't have anybody tell me any different. Um, and also, um, what's the one with Tim Allen? I want to say The Cranks. Is it? Is it The Cranks? I don't know. Tim Allen's good anyway. There you go. That's about me. What about you, sir? Home Alone. Home Alone. It's an easy win. Easy W. Uh, Stephen Webb, if you could take one person from the 80s, one from the 90s, and one from the 2000s to form a faction, who would it be? Wow, that's a question. Um, Do you know what? For the 80s, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was Rick Rude. Why is that? Mm. Why is that? It should be Hogan, really. He dominated the 80s. Um, but also, we've as well established on this show, Hogan. So, um, I'm taking The Rock from the 90s, obviously. And from the 2000, 2010, I assume? Like that 2000s? Or just in general, are we saying this century? What do you think? I'll, of that? I don't know. I'll, I'll go to I'll go 2000s, but you know, you you know what the, the fact you're questioning it, questioning it, you can bend the rules a bit because there's, there's no restrictions, right? If there's a restriction, yeah, but there's no restrictions, so you go wherever do you know what. Feels. Yeah, I got, I got one, right? It, it's gonna be oh god, I hope everyone understands. Uh, Bret Hart because he goes into the 80s just and uh. It's going to be Ben Kurt Angle. It's going to be Benoit for a second. Kurt Angle. He's I, does Kurt count? Yeah. Just though, he's the nineties, doesn't he? Just ninety nine. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, do you know what I want? Let me just say what I've got in my mind: Bret Hart, um, Benoit, Kurt Angle, Brian Danielson. That's like the greatest technical wrestling stable to ever exist. That's what I've got in my mind. Okay, I'm going to be sneaky. Uh, it's easy for me. Rick Steiner is 80s. Scott uh, Steiner in the 90s. Yeah. And Brock yeah. Breaker. <laughs> Just get the Steiners as a trio. You yeah, know? I mean. yeah that, that's my one. That's my cheat one. But if, if I had to do it to answer your question, uh, Rick Rude, Shane Douglas, and Bobby Rude. Three underrated guys. Put them oh, together wow, as a yeah. trio. Phenomenal. Uptown Avondale, one of the greatest eggs, by the way. One of the funniest eggs uh, we had on this show. Is a cancellation due to lower viewing numbers? If yes, it 100% is because of the shorter format of the show. Uh, you'd be somewhat correct on both, I think. Um, the numbers definitely play a fact because it all goes back to how much money the show can make, right, versus what it costs 
to do it. Um, so in this instance, yeah, the numbers fell once they changed the format and, and made it smaller. So I think, um, but this way, when I got the call, I wasn't overly surprised. I'd suspected something for a while because those numbers were just doing nothing. And uh, in my humble opinion, I think the show could have been promoted better across the other channels. Uh, and I think we shouldn't have changed the format. That's just me being as honest as I can possibly be. Sat, you got any thoughts? Yeah, um, my due recollection cost too much. So they saw how much I was spending expenses. They're like, kill the show. This guy's spending too much money on do-rags. <laughs> Get him the F out of here, you know. <laughs> you know what? I've just been here for a few months, but, you know, it's it's it, it sucks what happened. But at the same time, we're thankful for the opportunity because, you know, if Wrestling yeah. Daily didn't come along, if Louis didn't quit... I would have been here, guys. So th there's so many things to be thankful for. Yeah, it, it's, it sucks we're not going to be with you guys next year. But I feel like with our talents, our collective talent and the fan base mm. we have cultivated, the family mm. we have cultivated, put your hands there, guys. Feel it, man. Feel the yeah. power. It's not over, guys. We'll be back. Scream louder. There's Twitter. There's Instagram. There's message boards. There's, there's, there's Reddit forms you can create. Just let them know <laughs> how much you want us back. <laughs> <laughs>tony khan picking up some of the released ring of honor and wwe women's wrestlers i assume you mean ring of honor women's wrestlers as well um maybe uh, I, are there any slam dunks do you think sat that they they must get um Roxy, the current champion, she's the current ROH champion. Willow, who's uh, who's appeared a few times. I like Willow. On, yeah, on the dark, on the elevations and dark and so forth. She's got the look, like because I grew up during the days of Bull Nakano, and yeah. you know I, I like me some you know some BBWs slam dunking in the ring, man. So she's one that definitely would do well because look at what you know Viper's doing right now feuding with Bianca Belair. You need women of all different sizes, like men. Men comes in all different sizes. You got petite men, you got thick stocky men, you got muscular men, you got tall men. And I feel like the women's division, it, 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 like women like Riho, they're valuable. Women like Jamie Hayter are valuable. And women like Willow are, are valuable. All shapes and sizes, representation all around. So yeah. I think Willow, and then there's another woman who I've forgotten her name. She's a champion. She's a Pan-African champion. Guys, you remember, you know the one I'm talking about. She's a former army sergeant. She's also a good wrestler. I forgot her name. But yeah, they've got many great women's wrestlers. You watch RH from this year. It's incredible. Last question here. Um, and then we'll do an ultra chat to finish. But the last question comes from CM Chris. Question for Alex and Sat. E, what did you actually enjoy about wrestling to actually start in becoming a fan? Um, you know, like I wasn't watching it for five-star clinics and things like that. It was just really entertaining. Uh, the characters, um, you know, like I said, the rock on the mic was a big one for me. And there's a lot of great characters like that in the Attitude Era, man. Like, you know, New Age Outlaws and people like that coming out, entertaining as hell. Uh, and then the the way that um, the action would unfold, like every Raw had like a cliffhanger almost in those days. 
it'd be like really exciting stuff, man. And you know, you'd come away. Yeah, AEW have kind of recaptured that a bit these days. I feel like the energy of the show, man. I was just like, ah, oh, couldn't get enough of it. Um, so I'd say the entertainment value first and foremost. I guess I grew to appreciate the actual wrestling part of it. Um, but entertainment for sure. If I remember, I think it's Trisha Dora. That's the name I was thinking of. Uh, in terms go. of the, the question, uh, I was, I've been watching wrestling since the age of two. So I think it held my attention more than a lot of things as a kid. I was like, ooh, larger than life. It was very cartoony. It did actually work back in the days for my age uh, sake. It just been with me my whole life. It's kind of like wrestling is almost like a family member that I love to hate sometimes on the WWE scale. But yeah, I've been watching yeah. this. I was young. Larger than life characters. I watched New Japan as a kid. I watched AAA when I was a kid as well. Like, these are the kind of stuff that have been in my life. You know, uh, when people start loving wrestling during the Attitude Era, I kind of resented them because I was there during the New Generation Era when no one cared about wrestling. <laughs> no one to talk to you about wrestling. No one watched it. But yeah, I've been watching wrestling my whole life. It held my attention and it, it fueled my imagination. And I, I love the storylines. I love the good guys and the bad guys, the feuds. And I love the performative violence. So yeah, man, that boxing and uh, MMA, you know, the, go hand in hand. Wrestling did it for me. I love it. I love it. Uh, and finally, we've got from Mary Painesville Dan, who quotes saying, in my mind and in my heart, you are always winners forever and ever. Uh, he says, let's stay in touch. Sometimes things do not just turn out this way, but maybe another, especially in wrestling. Been around for 10 plus years and that's what I've learned, if anything. Um, thank you, man, for your kind words and your support, first and foremost. And I say that to all the great eggs watching the show right now. Um, it's been a a lovely adventure, as it were, for 14 months, man. It really has been. Um, and the love and, like, kind of friendships that we've managed to cultivate on this show has been wonderful to see. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of like when people were commenting on my tw on my tweet yesterday, um, so sorry to hear this and all that stuff, I kind of felt like, nah, like, I understood their sentiment, right? But, yeah. like, um, it's not all doom and gloom at all. Uh, you know, we, all of, we've all got, like, a lot of stuff going on. Um yeah, I, I we've got a lot of uh, irons in the fire. I, I don't want to say too much, I guess. But we've got ideas and things that we're working on. Um, and I don't doubt that all four of us will be doing more uh, in front of your very eyes in 2022. So it's nothing to be sad about, really. Um, no. it's, it's, I mean, I'm sad that Wrestling Daily as a, you know, as an entity is closing. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I still believed in the people on this show and what the show was about, um, you know, but it's just, it's out of our hands. Yeah, to echo what AMAC is saying. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not upset either for the very fact that I feel like when one door closes, another opens and maybe something will come along the way where it fits everyone you know maybe because we we've got an idea of what it you know what could work with the chemistry we have and what we've been doing for a while it just maybe need to reset go back to the drawing board and make sure all the pieces fit into you know a different idea but you know i'm excited there's good there's good things ahead that's what i feel like you know we're all creative human beings and people can see talent and they can see the chemistry they can see the potential great things are ahead that's what i can say yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Carol Wan says, Alex is the best matchmaker for sure. We all know Carol Wan's Rowcroft and Sam Kretz. Uh, the, the, the wrestling daily couple. Man, I'm coming to the wedding and all sorts of shit. You can't stop that. Um, 
as Uptown Avenue says, we can be sad if we want. The show has been such a boost on mental health in the worst of times. Thank you, man. Um, no, I'm not saying you can't be sad. I'm saying like the pissy that was being thrown on me is what I mean to the tweet. Like people were kind of being all like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear your news. Um, you know, and again, I appreciated where they were coming from. But what I mean is uh, I'm not super down about it. I just feel like it's, you know, unfortunate that this door has closed. And I've loved working with Wrestle Talk in this capacity. But um, moving forward, man, it just this gives you an opportunity to kind of dust down and go, OK, right. What are we going to do now and how are we going to yeah. get this going? And one thing that I've definitely learned, like working with Sat and SB3 and Steph, like, you know, these are guys that I consider kind of, you know, family, man, that I want to do things with moving forward. Any projects that I've got coming up, I'm going to be getting these people involved. So uh, if you guys like me working with these guys and have come to love these guys, then you're going to get to see more of them because um, I've worked damn hard to kind of make the little, the little carving that I have done in this space. So I'm not going to just then throw it all away. You're going to have to deal with me a bit longer. But uh, yeah, that's basically what, all I've got to say on that one. So any closing thoughts, brother, as we're coming down the home straight here? Um, yeah, Uptown Evendell. I've got yeah. something for him. Uptown Evendell, thank you so much for busting my balls for the last five months, man. You've been one of the most entertaining people. I always do look for your tweets. I was like, okay, what have I done now, Uptown? Tell me why I went wrong. How can I, what? what? Ah, whatever, man. But I love I love your, I love your messages. I love what you put on there. And, oh, was it because lit? You know what, guys? Richard Poo, hang on, you have to say it out because we've got a podcast, remember? Oh, okay, was it sorry. because Luke was it because Luke was scared to take on Sat for the championship? Says Richard Poo. <laughs> Sat, where are you going, brother? Come back. You, rookie mistake, guys. After five months, you should learn there's a podcast uh, uh, also hold, on Spotify. Uh, hold his hand. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Hold my hand, never let me go. Richard Pugh. Just the two of us. There you go. We can make it on just now. Just the oh, two you got so of much us. soul in your voice, Sat. So you soul. and I. Okay, just answer the question. Uh, uh, I don't want to spill too much because it hasn't been announced. Let's just say I'm not out of the running yet. Hence why we're saying don't be sad. We will be turning up. Wrestle Talk hasn't got rid of us. I'm that big nugget in the toilet bowl. No matter how much you flush, I'll never go away. I'm the skin of the box. Stuff that paper down. Stuff that paper down. I'm still going to be there. So, R Richard, don't worry. Something's going to happen. You cannot ignore Sat E Nyangi. I'm a son of shotgun. I'm coming. That is, that is not how a shotgun goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sort of shotgun. I'm a bit, I'm a bit rusty. There's a, I want to read. This. <laughs> I'm shotgun Saturday night. Yeah, shot, shotgun sat. Uh, <laughs> I need to say this because Uptown Everdale's put sat. You are a star. Your takes are horrible, but you are fantastic. There are 139 people, I believe, watching at this very moment. I want everybody who has an opinion to comment now before the end of the show. Who has worse takes? Louis or Sat? That's easy. Now, listen, listen, you say it's easy. You've had some bad ones. I, if you don't do my boy dirty, let's, I want some general opinions. Who do you think's come on? Like, I mean, we could confine it to this show. To this show. Who had worse opinions on this show? Because on Twitter, Louis, no, there is literally not a human being alive who's had worse takes than Louis. Um, on this show, 
Who's been worse, Louis or Sat? And I can tell you already, it's like 7-0, Louis. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's Louis. Oh, God. Oh, God, Richard Pugh. <laughs> he'll turn. He'll turn, yeah. guys. Richard yeah. turned heel on me. Hey, I've done Evan Joe. I won't give it to you either. He's like, nah, it's a draw. Oh, man. Listen, to be in that ballpark, Sat, you, I think you've got, to, you've got to take some looks in the mirror, brother. All I can say is, yeah, I'm doing a Christian Cage. Where is my bad takes? Because I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see nothing, guys. I provide alternative takes. I'm what you call a devil's avocado, guys. That's what I've been doing the whole time. It makes it a bit spicy up in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me, me and Amy have talked off air, and I'll be like, yeah, this is how I really feel. <laughs> I'm just having fun. But Listen, the, 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 the champer thing is the best. Because I remember I remember when you said that shit on Wrestling Daily. And I was like, boy, that's too strong. Yeah, He was saying, no, right, you know, get it. he's a granddad or whatever. Get him out of NXT. I was like, boy, I don't agree with that. Uh, and then, and then I take Sat to a media day. We meet champer. Oh, and Sat folded like a t- like a deck chair. That man was Champa's best friend. There'd never been a bad word said. Imagine I walked that back with Goldberg. Imagine I saw Goldberg and said, can I buy you a Nando's, mate? Not, not that you bought Champa and Nando's. But listen, imagine I did that. That would be the equivalent. Champa broke kayfabe. That's what it was. He's a, sweet, <laughs> he's a sweetheart of a man in real life. I Listen... It's the it's the blue lives matter thing that irks me. But SP3 said it yesterday. If we start dis- disliking wrestlers because of their personal beliefs, there won't be that much wrestlers to like. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, or any or any you know entertainment form for that matter. Like I The Rock, know. we all love The Rock, but when you look at his political views, you'd be like, oh, Rock is Republican. You know, Bobby Lashley's Republican. So there's so many things. You know, it's not. So I realize, but yeah, blue lives matter. I don't like it. I'm choosing that to be. That, that great area that I'm going to ignore. He seems like a lovely guy in real life, and I couldn't hate that. But I just hate his beliefs. That's what it was. He's a great wrestler. He looks visually, he's given off the old grandpa look, but even he's younger than that. And he's got great abs. But yeah, sat due oh, to him personally. He's ripped. His champer is ripped, by the way. Um, but I, I agree with what you're saying there. You know, sometimes you, you mesh your dislike for the person with the performer. It happens. It's like a footballer that I, that I don't rate Right, because I just don't like them. I don't want to admit they're great. Because I'm like, nah, either I don't like who they play for, or I don't like how they act. Like for years, I was like, nah, Suarez is a little bastard. Um, but then you can't deny how great he is. Anyway, SB3 says Sat uh, is the is <laughs> in terms of worst takes due to him per, uh, personally saying these takes that he knows are horrible, while Louis is blissfully unaware of how bad his takes are sometimes. <laughs> Empress of tomorrow. I sat dancing like Asuka for for the podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SB, you know what? Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm a piece of crap for my takes. And the thing is, I don't really care. That's the thing. I don't really care. They're just takes. If it hurts people, so that's on them. That's more soap for your wounds. Uh. <laughs> so I'm okay. Well, I think but- a great way to end the show, by the way, is the fact that you, Louis Dancor has got about 94% of the votes. Uh, wow. Oh, I'm so glad. But just to clear this up, I did like Champa. Is this his beliefs that put me off him? I, I liked him before mm. that. He had a great, he had the best theme song of, of all time. Ooh. 
Ooh. Yeah. Best heel of probably the 2010s might be, you know, Tommaso Ciampa doing that run. He was the despicable guy. And then his belief is despicable too. Wow. 91% it wasn't for Louis. Oh, Louis. Uh, Carol says here, will they still wear? I don't actually know. Uh, she's asking if the Wrestling Daily shows will still be up to watch or will they be taken down? I don't know if they're going to like revamp the channel into something else and if the archive will go. Probably, but I don't actually know. Uh, I'll have to ask on that one. I would, I guess I'd hope they live on. Uh, yeah, it has to. I don't know. That's the only proof that I, I interviewed we Inspiration exist, yeah. and Jesse yeah. McKay was a huge fan of Sati, baby. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. To, I, be, to be fair, before this channel was this, it was, uh, I believe it was like in the real early embers where they didn't really have any uh, subscribers. It was their uh, interview channel. Uh, and and I believe those interviews are still in the depths of this channel somewhere. So maybe, maybe Wrestling Daily will live on. Who, who knows? I'll ask. I will find out for you, Carol. I promise. Anyway, with that, I need to go eat some fajitas. <laughs> need to go eat some goddamn fajitas for dinner. Sat, you need to get better, brother. I hope all the best for you, my man, um, while your missus exiles you to the spare room. Uh- <laughs> Dude, I told you that in confidence. First, you call me out saying I lost Quizomania. Bro, you never won Quizomania either. I was so close you could smell no. it. No. It was close. But yeah, but we're going to do trios thing. Yeah. We, I saying, me, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't cancel our show after I didn't win Quizomania. Oh, so, <laughs> be so horrible, man. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't be horrible to you. Listen, uh, we're going to wind things down. Thank you to everyone who is tuned in tonight. It's been such a pleasure to do another hour um, with my boy once again. Uh, this will not be the final time you hear Sat and I. Partly because on Thursday, the whole gang's going to be together where you guys can join us for a quiz and some fun on the final night. But we're going to have some plans afoot for the future as well. Sat, where can the people find you, my man? If you want to find me at Sat Next 2, I talk about films, I talk about TV, and I talk about wrestling. And that's a good show. It's called Vast Debatable on the Milk and Cereal YTC YouTube channel. It's on my link tree, guys. If you follow me on Twitter, I got a link tree. Just click on it. It's there. It's simple. It's easy. Hey, Mac, where can they find you, sir? And it's free. So support the guy. Uh, they can find me at AlexM underscore TalkSport, of course, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but Twitter's better than Instagram. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you can find me with my news and stuff there. And, of course, TalkSport com forward slash wrestling where all the interviews are and on Kenny McIntosh's Inside the Ropes YouTube channel you can see my interviews where this week Sonya Deville has gone up so make sure you go and enjoy some of that content um, and then the TalkSport podcast will be getting a revamp in the new year um, so stay tuned for that I've got some big ideas and as always some big guests afoot Thank you for watching Wrestling Daily Flight. I'll be back tomorrow with the man himself, SP3, the third member of the Daily Boys. And until then, 8pm, see you tomorrow. All the love from the Wrestling Daily team. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.